The force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. My powers have doubled since the last time we met Count. Hey! Suffering. Death, I fear. Something terrible has happened. Young Skywalker is in pain. Dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. You don't know the power of the dark side. I must obey my master. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Hello there. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Welcome! Hello there. Yasas, Ikanete, Bebia. Hola! To another edition of the New Force Order. Oi, 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 for life! It's not Jimmy T here tonight, guys, don't worry. Oh, Doc, I want to see you at the Burning Man, Doc, yeah. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? How's everyone tonight? I am fucking tired as hell. So tonight, you're gonna get a different GGP. Oh, that's me, by the way. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I am Greeky Four Belts. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, you're speaking to history personified. I am a champion in four different promotions at the same time and no it's not these little rinky dink promotions like another guy who claims to be the Thanos of the Northeast uh, is champion of these are legitimate big professional companies but I'm also a Star Wars aficionado alongside with me is a Sith ghost in the room all the way from Exigo. Hit him with a hey yo. And then introduce yourself, you tall son of a bitch. Hey yo. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the talk lord of the podcast, the Sith Ari, the rampaging Reverend Kiss, the butcher, the most disgruntled Star Wars fan in the galaxy. Your boy Spiro. Yeah, that was great. And last, but certainly not least. Is the man of the hour who's too sweet 
to be sour. And if you don't believe me, just ask Sharon Show contest to that statement because he's the doctor of Thundernomics. Introduce yourself, sir. I am smarter than 2-1-B, more technical than FX7, the god of steel and thunder, and the man who wonders how all those Virginia Hicks felt <laughs> when GGP walked out as Greeky for belts, Dr. Destroyo, Alex Arroyo. Tremendous. Thank you, sir. You're Thank welcome. you, sir. Allow me well to done. add... Allow me to add another moniker to the plethora of monikers that you have. You are the PhD in pepper grinder degree. So <laughs> <laughs> inside baseball, else may be the PhD of the pepper grinder degree. <laughs> Just the recipient of the PhD of the pepper grinder. But you're also you're also my friend, uh, the trash man. Because you did you take out the trash? Take the trash out for sure. <laughs> I, I forgot. I got to take that shit out after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's November 12th. Oh, by the way, this is episode 138. That number has a lot of uh, weight in my heart because that is the number of my elementary school I went to. PS 138 in Rosedale, Queens. So... Oh, Shout out to Mrs. Johnson over there. Top Papa Don, absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. Uh, but um, today's November 12th, and it was Disney Plus Day. And all I got to say about Disney Plus Day, it, it was a big bag of flaming scada, mierda, basura. Ah, Trash. What the what the fuck happened, man? They just announced all these Marvel shows and not a, a word about Star Wars. That you know what they dropped the scissor reel. Of Kenobi. But that was that, two, that was two that was two days ago. I know it leaked, and that's it. That was what it. The fuck, man. I, like, nothing no, on Bad Batch. Nothing not, on not a Android, word. Nothing. These guys could have. They could. They, they would have kicked in the doorway on the fourth floor, and all you heard was Mickey, "Don't hit me no more." But no, Mighty what Casey strung out. Hey, dude, Mighty Casey struck out, my friend. That's what happened. And uh, even the Marvel stuff. You got all these shows. Hawkeye, they didn't really show anything. They showed a new trailer with a little bit of new scenes. Okay, cool, whatever. She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. All 30 to 40 second trailers, teaser trailers. It's like, really? That's what you're going to show? You're not going to show a full fucking trailer? Well, you couldn't they give showed us fucking something. I mean, Star Wars had... Dick going on tonight. It's insanity. It was. I agree with you a hundred percent. So let's go down to Speculationville over here. Do you think the reason why they didn't really do anything with Star Wars is because of all the drama and hearsay and rumors and sexual Nintendos about leadership changing? Uh, you know, Kennedy leaving, someone stepping in to fill his shoes. Um, or do you think that they got pissed because some of the Kenobi stuff got leaked and they said, you know what? We were going to give you guys everything now. No soup for you. 
I honestly think they had nothing to fucking give. Because, yeah, I agree with you. Again, Star Wars is in this spiral that no one knows what the fuck is going on, and no one knows what they're doing, let alone Kennedy or anybody else who's over there. And Marvel, once again, outshined and overshadowed them, and they're just sitting there holding a bag of dicks and not doing anything. Watched Eternals yet? I did not watch Eternals yet, no. Gotcha. Well, I'm hearing a lot of negative things, so... I'm hearing 50-50 about it. So I hear some people really liked it. Some people didn't like it. Uh, you know, it's who the fuck knows. My, my son went to go see it without me, the prick, because he yells at me when I, when, you know, about seeing Marvel movies together. And then he goes sees it without me. But he did said he go that. See where, did he go with a chick? No, he went with some of his friends who hung out. Ah, oh, what a mark. Exactly. So he's saying that he's like, oh, you know, the after credit scenes, one of them was good. The other one, I had to look up who the person was because I had no idea who the fuck it was. Oh, I know who it was. So I, I didn't hear about it. Don't tell me. I'm okay. going to go see it hopefully this week at some point. But um, what the, what the fuck? Uh, not not a drop, not a word besides that, you know, sizzle trail that we saw, which was good, which we'll talk about the Kenobi thing in a second. But it's like it's Disney Plus Day. I was fully expecting to see a another Boba Fett trailer. I was fully expecting to see a full on Kenobi trailer, something more from Andor, uh, announcements of new shows, Sh- bad, just fucking bad anything. Batch two. Uh, season two, yeah, everything, yeah. dude. Um, talks, not, not a there's fucking a lot, thing. nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, they did drop a 20 minute Boba Fett underneath the mask documentary. Did you watch it? Yes, I did watch it. So it dropped last night at oh, well, this morning at three o'clock in the morning, and I was you know pumped to watch it last night, but it wasn't around, so I had to wake up this morning. And luckily enough, I was working from home today because that's the beauty of Zoom. Um, and while my wife was taking a little napski on the couch, my wife, had, my wife, I had to turn off a uh, cocoa melon over there, and much to my daughter's <laughs> dismay, uh, and uh, watch the uh, the Boba Fett um, uh, gimmick over there, which was actually pretty good. You know, it it really they did a good job in twenty twenty seven minutes, twenty one minutes, something like that, some short. You know, amount of time going through his history and his story, and really showing some archival footage that they had of him when he did that parade that we had talked about many, many times, where he made his first appearance. Yeah, but we were guy. wrong. Why? What did we I say? It was? It was, I thought it was in Minnesota, or Alabama. Uh, it was in California. Town. George was in California. Was George Lucas is fucking town. Yeah, that's hometown, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, so that you know, they showed him going through there, signing autographs. They talked to the guys who were behind the mask. Um, you know, they also went over the, um, the, uh, the, the, the reasoning as to what he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be some kind of super stormtrooper that was going to be in episode, uh, uh, five, but they didn't have enough dough to make that many costumes. So they said, fuck it, we're going to do one and repaint them over. Um, and I liked how they went through speaking to like Daniel Logan and they spoke to the widow of Jeremy Bullock who played Boba Fett for the, for the most part, you know, the most during Empire, um, and Jedi and spoke to the stunt guys and all this other shit and really went through the lore of why this character who they, you know, laid out the fact that he had what six minutes and 30 something seconds, six of minutes, time. six minutes, six and, minutes, uh, fresh, yeah, on, uh, for five, five, five lines or five lines or something like that. I don't know. Yes. Crazy shit like that. Five lines, just like you in your twenties, five yeah, lines. Exactly. And they, um, you know, they went through the whole thing, and it, it, luckily enough, it's Boba Fett, so they didn't have a, t- a ton of shit to go through um, to explain <laughs> everything. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. It was cool. But the coolest thing that happened, Boba Fett-related this week, was the fact that Daniel Logan throws up a photo of him and Tamura Morrison from about 20 years ago, 
probably 15 years ago, they're at a bar or something like that. And the both of them are staring at the camera with this kind of like befuddled look on their face. And he asked people to caption the uh, the photo. And I threw my own caption in there and I said, hello there. And Daniel Logan actually liked it. So I was pretty excited. I got a little leg ski from Daniel Logan. So, uh, you know, I'm going to reach out to him. Hopefully we'll see if he responds. Maybe get him on the show at some point. Who played the uh, young Boba Fett. Um, which was pretty cool. And he was pretty prominent in that, uh, in that Boba Fett special there. Yeah. Um, a lot of the information on the Boba Fett thing, we already knew, but for the average fan, I think it was a very informative, like you said, uh, 20 minute documentary. I thought it was well done. Um, they even drew, I mean, besides that, in the Kenobi scissor reel, we got to see some concept art that leaked a couple of days early, which looked yep. pretty cool. Um, that's it, man. That's we, it. We that, got, that's it. We got to see Kenobi on the EOP, which was the uh, the creature that uh, Qui Gon was riding in the um in uh epi- in the Phantom Menace. Yeah, but that's that was another picture of concept art. It wasn't really him, like from a scene from the show. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, maybe. Who the hell knows? I don't know. You don't know. It may be on there. I'm sure he's going to need some ride to get around. To, you know, to hit them moisture vaporators over there. Call Uber. Um, exactly. Uh, which they did in the Mandalorian episode one. Yes, yes, they did with the the the, the what's his name, the comedian. The, uh, no, no, the 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 alien with the nose who plays the the flute. He was the one that same type of alien that ratted out Han and them at Docking yeah. Bay ninety four. G- G- Garidian, his name was, I think. Was Garidian, God bless you. God bless um, you. So I mean, look, that's that 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 though that's the official news that's dropped for Star Wars this week. Not really much to go about, but there's a lot of rumors and speculation and then you win those initially, but then then it ends up becoming fact. And what I'm getting at is that initially Rogue Squadron uh, was published that it was going to be delayed. Patty Jenkins. Yes, but then it comes out that it's not going to be delayed. It's uh, put on hiatus in, uh, for indefinitely. And in another Ex- movie. Explain to me how they could do that to her when she came out and get on her little roller skates and skated around and gave this whole fucking press junket about how she wanted to make a film that was the best pirate fighter pirate film in the planet because her dad was at this. And then they say, you know what, Patty Jenkins? Fuck you and your Wonder Woman 84. Sit over there. Go make me a sandwich. Nice. Um, well, the rumors is this. Uh, they're saying that there were button heads over the script. Uh, Disney didn't like what was being written or how it was being handled. And there wasn't enough time to get anything produced by the deadline uh, that they initiated, which is of uh, December 2023. Then there's talks about that she's really that she is now committed with Wonder Woman three with Warner Brothers and there's no way they're able to balance everything out so everything come out to the dates that has already been announced. Who knows what's true? Um, can the first part be true because the pl- the movie sucks as bad as Wonder Woman eighty four? Okay. Who knows? I mean that's all speculation and hearsay. But the rumor is that the movie that's supposed to take its place 
is not Taika movie. It's not going to be the movie from um, the Marvel. Um, the Russo brothers. No, not the Russo brothers. Oh, bro. Kevin Feige. Yes, the Kevin Feige produced film. It's not going to be that. Uh, the rumors it's going to be is a Knights of the Old Republic movie. Oh, you hear that right now? <laughs> Elizabeth! Elizabeth! Oh, it's the Spiro's, big Spiro's it's somewhere the big in the back. <laughs> I bet she's happier than a pig in shit if this is the truth. We don't know yeah. yet. He's ripping one out right now as we speak. But um, it's so a high republic. <laughs> so that's where we are with Rogue Squadron. It was really a shocker. But here, dude, this is what I mean about the Disney Disney Plus day, where it might be conflict within leadership and the new leadership. You can't have people showing up out of the blue being the new head of CEO or whatever president of. Uh, Lucas film because it hits the share prices uh, especially if the street wasn't transitioned into such a dramatic change it would affect the stock of the uh, the price of the stock so they're not so they're not gonna have let's say John Favreau be the presenter without any uh, coming out to the public or the press that Kathleen Kennedy's moved on. We thank her for everything, yada, yada. But she was moving. We wish her luck in our future endeavors. Her replacement will be, you know, John Smith, Peter Jones, whoever. But but, 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 she, but, but she would think that Disney Plus Day would be the perfect day to actually do that. Well, no, that's saying, what I'm but, saying. But it, might, it, might back, it, might, it, might, it might backfire. Because, you know, all these production houses are playing to the fucking false land of the SJW Snowflake Twitterverse, where God forbid something goes wrong, even by the smallest nanometer, uh, some purple-haired freak is going to fucking complain, and 10,000 bots are going to complain, and it's going to just escalate to something that's not supposed to be. Um, But regardless of all that, there's smoke, there's fire as a good buddy of mine once said patty jenkins movies got pushed back shelved indefinitely and now something else is replacing it in the time slot of december 2023 because nothing's been removed from the uh lineup Mm. uh also the acolyte has been pushed back to the summer of 2022 they're getting all the ladies are fucking smack in the face huh indiana jones 5 has been pushed back a year um also the blood and stone movie the whatever the fucking nonsense movie or something that she was going to produce is on is it's gone yeah i don't even think they're making it anymore so who knows what is really going on behind the doors of disney and lucasfilm but fact is uh it wouldn't be too far-fetched to see something have some big imp, uh, impact on what's going on with today and some kind of uh, implementation of leadership change. We have no idea. But if it did go down, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Not that I'm hoping for anything like this. I'm not sitting on the sideline going, 
yeah, 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 you know, put your arms up, you know, keep your head up, you know, stick and move, stick and move. Not at all. But it's just weird how everything just started to happen, like, one after the next, you know? Um, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, I, but, again, I, I got to reiterate the fact that I, I don't understand how Disney has absolutely nothing except that Kenobi teaser for fucking Disney Plus Day. It just, you know, the speculation that we read this week about what's potentially going to be shown and what's going to have is going to show up and what's going to be there. Nothing, uh, which to me is going to hurt the stock more than anything else. Uh, I mean, that, you know, leadership change, whatever. But the fact that you show absolutely nothing for Star Wars and just blast out all these Marvel shows. Really, really, really weird choice. Um, makes me wonder what's happening in the background and what's what's really going on back over there that that we're not hearing about. I, I can't imagine it's because, you know, they're mad at the fans or the Internet for fucking leaking the Kenobi, you know, two and a half minute sizzle thing that happened there that really didn't show much of anything. No, it didn't, which was kind of actually, you know, disappointing to say the least, to be honest with you. Not only because that's what they say, hey, this is what we have for you, but just even the fact just as it was a sizzle reel and a lot of it was footage from episode three, which is the new voiceover from the new, from the actors. So it was just like, eh, whatever. You know, I wasn't really too impressed by it. It looked great, though, but I wasn't impressed by it. I thought it would be a little bit more, but that's just me. Um, but the biggest thing was, uh, you know, Ewan, you know, showing his lightsaber skills and then teasing the fact that, oh, yeah, you know, the best part about this is that Hayden's coming back. Oh, and they show, you know, him and Vader fighting off in some imaginary thing that was uh, looked like, you know, kind of production stills or something. But... I said I, I got excited for it. I thought it was it was cool, but I thought it was cool because I thought we were gonna see a lot more come today. But apparently that's not the case, and I really don't know what's up with Star Wars or what's going on. Um, I, I like to hear like other people's theories about it, like Star Wars theory and all those other guys who are uh, who do the Star Wars stuff because I'm curious as to what they're gonna say. You know what? Uh, I'm curious about what you're gonna say to the following statement. The art of the Star Wars Mandalorian season two art book coming in December. Oh, so th- is this the one that they had canceled initially? No, this is a, this is the art book for season two. I think they they dropped the art book of season one, but the, this is to deal with the the other eight episodes. Um, it's basically written by uh, Lucasfilm's Phil Z- Zostak, and the book comes filled with concept art. Uh, character vehicle weapon and vehicle and uh, creature designs as well as interviews with key crew and creative members so sounds very interesting so I gotta hear what you gotta say about that oh I, I can't wait I love the art the art of books they're really amazing they basically sit on my on my floor in my office and take up so much fucking real estate because I never look at them and then they just sit there and I just move them from house to house to house to house so I wish they had them online or on an iPad because it'd be, it'd be much, much easier for me. Painful. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, to each their own, but um, did you know, Doc? No. That your original crush, Princess Leia, mm. actually met and decided to work with your other crush, 
from Game of Thrones, the Dothraki queen herself, mm. Kiera. Mother did of dragons, eh? Yeah, did you did yeah. you, like, so they decide to work together? What's this in like you know, Darth Vader seventeen or some shit like that? One of one yes. issues that are coming out that the two of them put aside their differences, you know, they both share tips on how Han likes his pepper grinder and then they uh they go off into the sunset and, you know, Leia works with blue with 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 the Crimson Dawn and to whatever ends they need to go to to bring Han Solo back or blah blah blah. We saw it coming. Come on. What I want to see is the big fucking cat fight though. When they get to the cat fight, then you fucking wake me up. Other than that, I don't give a shit. Insert Joey Styles. Cat fight. <laughs> We're gonna have an old fashioned cat fight. You motherfucker! I was just about to say that. Holy cow! Scary. Um, did you know that sometimes what's old is new? And I'm not talking about My some balls. some sugar mom or your balls. <laughs> oh, God. Um, they're always new to somebody's mouth. Nice. Crimson's Reign New Terror refreshes Darth Maul's original design in the new comic of... Uh, of uh war the Bounty. crimson yeah crimson uh crimson rain number one sorry uh star wars crimson rain number one they show that in the crimson rain uh i mean the uh red uh was it red dawn or whatever it's called red death um, no not midnight sun that was whatever, whatever the, the 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 heart the cartel the, is called the use on vong no bro the fucking Crim- thing that crimson dawn all right, anyway. Midnight Hustle. Yes, fucking Midnight Hustle. Um, shout out to Derek Gordon. Uh, there was a character who is very strong in the Force. And if you look at her, her design looks very, very, very similar to... Um, Enrico to- Palazzo. That's not the umpire, Your Honor. Uh, no, to uh, Darth Maul's original design from before when he was a woman with the dreads. Remember that thing that we saw? It kind of looked like Wait. the lady from The Ring. Wait a minute. Darth Maul was a woman with dreads? <laughs> yeah, you don't remember that? Where was I? <laughs> that was that was 2021 and 1999. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, he was his original design. He was going to be a chick, and she had, he had dreads. It kind of looked like the girl was from it, the... Was it Darth Talon? No. No, he wasn't even like tattooed up or anything like that. It was just uh, some kind of concept thing. Jeez. Anyway, I'm, I'm just bringing it to the forefront that, that that what's old is new again because they decided to fresh the design. It's not the first time Star Wars has done stuff like this. They've done it with uh, Zeb, you know, and um, the droids from uh, 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 what do you call it? Rebels. Rebels? Yeah. Mm. Uh, not the main droids, but, you know, we got to see, see the original C-3PO and all that stuff and the original R2. Yeah. So, 
it's pretty cool in my opinion when they do stuff like that. So, uh, you know. Um, oh, the cool is, you know, it, it's it's also cheap too, which is great because they have these designs sitting around. They don't got to pay some designer to be like, oh, let me just uh, you know remock this up over here. Let me just take this and just uh, retcon this into something that I need. So uh, it makes sense to me, um, just so long as it makes sense in the story. But is and it over? Is it over? Um, you know, it's probably over. But speaking of over. Ladies and gentlemen, we do a segment here on the new Force Order show called Who is More Over? It's based on wrestling lingo. Over meaning popular. So when you're a wrestler and you're over, it means whatever you're doing, it's working. It's putting asses in seats. And you're becoming a rock star. And once you get to a certain level of rock star coolness, you get to take home as much scuttle as you want. But also, people are going to pay a lot of scuttle to come see you do what you do best. So what we do here on the New Force Order is we compare two aspects of Star Wars. It could be a person, a place, or a thing. And we see what's more over with you than the folks. But most importantly, what's over with us. So, Doc, what is on the marquee? This week, as you stated, first in place or a thing, we got some things going on. So we took a, a page out of our last week's book and went back for a creature feature to get some scary fucking animals, some scary creatures against each other again. Just for the hell of it. But we're going to do a special over because we're going to do the creature, but also the major scene that that creature was involved in. Ooh. So kind of a two for one, who's more over. So the first creature in this creature battle will be from episode four, New Hope, in the trash compactor scene where our heroes fall into the trash compactor, into the, into the garbage chute, flyboy. Um they face off against the sinister and lurking monster, the Diagnoga. Could be worse. It's worse. There's something alive in here. That's your imagination. Something just moved past my leg. Look! Did you see that? What? finally get to see one to see what it looks like the episode where the mando meets Cobb vanth which i forget the name of it right now when they faced off against the tuscan raiders snacking crate dragon
I'm going to go to the polls. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was just reading something. I'm sorry. Yeah. Doc, go to the polls. All right. He's reading his, his, uh, his, his crypto money over there. All right. So I'm at the polls. Facebook. We have got, ooh, what a beaten. The fucking trash compactor monster, a.k.a. the Diagnoga, takes an ass whipping to the Crate Dragon from the tune of, let's see, uh, let me do my math over here, uh, 80 to 20%. Holly Garland says, oh, hold on, let me get all comments here, not most relevant. Holly Garland says, put that thing away, you're going to get us all killed. Aha, that's good. Mm. Ambejanes, Crate Dragon over Strong. Carlos Negrete. Sorry about the Crate Dragon, but eat the Diagnoga as an appetizer. Crate Dragon all the way. Chuchi, Santiago. Diagnoga is for pussies. Okay, good. Let's go in. <laughs> all right, let's see here. Going to the uh, Instagrizzle. All right. On Instagram. Monster Battle. Oh, Crate Dragon. 75-25% similar numbers to the... Uh, the uh, Facebook polls. So the Diagnoga gets his ass kicked. But I think people were just voting for the monster and not for the scene itself. We got any emails over the big guy? Um, you can uh, send your emails to newforceorder at yahoo.com. Um, I believe we got an email, but it's not pertaining. Who's more over? I think it has to do with some kind of collaboration. Well, so I'll read. I'll read it to you all fair. Uh, so I don't want to bring it up at the X. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't uh, look through it. So I don't know what the email pertains. S- smooth my balls, no? No. No, 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 no. That 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 never have transpired. But um, so all right. So let's go around the horn. Spiro, you go first. What do you pick? So who's more over the one-eyed monster or the fucking crate dragon? Uh, which which scene? Um, I'm just gonna cut to the chase, man. First of all, anything involving the crate dragon, nine times out of ten, will be over with me. Uh, I was a big fan of the. Uh, I've been a big fan of the Crate Dragon ever since Knights of the Old Republic, but that scene, man, that scene in the Mandalorian where, where all those motherfuckers had to team up to fight this shit, and the fact that they could have easily been wiped out and almost did, you know, and just the fucking action sequence, man, and the Crate Dragon is one bad motherfucker, bro, you know. Uh, I'm going to go with the crate dragon scene, you know, you know, based on the fucking epicness of the whole scene and based on the fucking creature itself, you know, uh, it's, it's supposed to be a creature that if I remember correctly and I'm probably wrong, but somebody sent an email to the new force order, you know, correcting me if I'm wrong, but I think that the crate dragon its uh, skin was impervious to uh, lightsabers. If I'm wrong, feel free to crucify me. Um, you know, send the fucking email in. Let let us know if I'm correct on that. But but Craig Dragon is over with me, big time. That was great, Spiro. Good job, Doc. What about you? All right, let's see. Um, let's do scene first, okay? 
let's talk about these two scenes. Uh, episode four, New Hope, Diagnoga, Trash Compactor Scene. It was as close as we got to horror in the Star Wars universe at the very, very beginning of everything. They did get dipped inside there. Suddenly, they got this things, you know, running against their leg and moving around. They see the water moving and they start freaking out. And then Luke goes under. He gets swept up and goes under. We have no idea how big this thing is, how long it is. If you look at the photos I put up on the website, it looks like some kind of calamari that's hanging over there. Um, and not the fried kind. Like the grilled kind, like they do in, uh, in uh, Mykonos over there. Anyway, um, so he gets pulled under. He's flipping out. They start shooting the fucking place up. Shit gets bouncing off the walls. Um, they beat it, and then the walls start closing in. So the scene in and of itself was as close as we're going to get as uh as uh let's see terror and or really nervous for our characters that they're all going to die inside this uh trash compactor and the creature of itself was pretty interesting as you know the one-eyed eyeball thing over there it looked like an octopus dragging people down um defeated pretty easily though unfortunately great dragon you know we heard the uh one of the first things we heard was the great dragon mating call that obi-wan kenobi was throwing out there to scare off the tuscan raiders Great Dragon shows up. We don't never see him. We see a skeleton in uh, episode uh, six. And finally, the Mandalorian, we get a little taste of that, which I think was a great idea for Fav, Fav and Filoni to do that and to uh, bring them forward so we could have, you know, a piece of Star Wars lore actually be seen. But when we actually saw the Great Dragon, good Lord almighty, that thing was, it looked like Tremors on steroids. Remember the movie Kevin Bacon, Tremors? Um, toothy, eating Tusken Raiders like they were uh, Oars Devores over there. And um, only defeated by a very wily and a very resourceful Mandalorian. If you put the two of them head to head, the crate Dragon is going to whip the shit out of that fucking Diagnoga. I think I agree with uh, Chuchi Figueroa and the rest of the crew. Um, as far as scenes go, I think I like the Mando scene a little bit better because, you know, listen, 2021 special effects and story writing and history versus 1979 is really no, uh, no question. Uh, Creature-wise, it's going to be, again, the Great Dragon for me. So, for me, clean sweep, Great Dragon. Okay. I'm going to go with you, Great uh, Dragon, as well. Um, Dianoga's cool, um, but I think the emphasis that was placed on the Great Dragon on the Mandalorian really elevated the stock of that creature. Uh, initially, it was just background fodder uh, in the desert. Many some many some people say it was rip off of Dune from the sandworms. Um, but who the fuck knows and who cares? And uh, we saw its skeleton episode four, but that's about it. And we heard a, a, a yell um, from Obi Wan Kenobi to scare off the uh, the Tusken Raiders, and um, that's the full extent of it. So um, Mandalorian decided that a lot. By making it bigger, meaner, uh, hungrier. But again, you know, uh, they took something that was, you know, certain, looked upon a certain way. And they now they've capitalized and flipped the script. And um, they're happy for it. And um, that's why I'm going to go with the Kree Dragon. Respectable so, pick, my friend. Respectable pick. Thank you. Thank you. So anyone out there. Let's send us an email regarding this segment to, from this week, weeks prior, or weeks moving forward. Or just want to tell us how awesome we are. Or tell us how bad we are. It doesn't necessarily matter. Um, just email us. It is newforcer.yahoo.com. 
So, Doc, do you have do you go you go on TikTok, right? Every once in a while, I'm on TikTok. Sure. Did you know that TikTok has a little gimmick going with Star Wars right now? I do. They have a little gimmick going where you can change. It's like a voice modulator where you can change your voice to either C-3PO, Chewbacca, Stormtrooper, and who else? There's one other thing, I think. I don't recall what it was. It was... Uh, Watto! Is it me, Watto? They changed your voice to me! No, I think it was... Uh, um, the Iron Sheik. Can't, no, no, no. Uh, man, I can't even remember who was there. Uh, anyway. You, you think they would do Yoda, I mean, at this point, crying out loud. Yeah. Um, they didn't. They dropped the ball, just like Disney+. Plus. Um... We have a couple of things about KOTOR. I just want to throw it over to Spiro real quick. Spiro, please read the articles. And uh, the articles that I'm mentioning is an article uh, which says the, the next Star Wars, the overpublic expansion builds a decade of trouble choices. What's your comment on that? Um, Tough choices. Huh? You know, so this new expansion or whatever is based on 10 years of tough choices. Let me tell you something, man. This fucking Old Republic MMORPG, man, it, it's been it's been going, and it's been going strong. And they've breathed new life into this. And I gotta say, I think the fact that Disney purchased Star Wars, and now there's this, you know, big push into gaming and they want to get all these games out and now they they want to start focusing on finally the old republic i think it's invigorated these guys at uh bioware and uh i'm super excited man i i haven't played this fucking game in like a year and uh i'm ready to go and reinstall it and i gotta find some time man to to get into this new expansion and see if all the choices i've made in the 10 plus years of this game I want to see what it all leads to, you know, and and that's very exciting. Um, you know, I've played as both Sith, as a Jedi. I've played as a bounty hunter. I've I've played as just about every character uh, type that this game has, and man, it, it just doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any funner than playing as a Sith, man. Um, so, you know. This game and even the original Knights of the Old Republic, sure, customization is something that, you know, everybody fucking drools over and can make or break a game. But the customization options in this are fucking great. But the fact that they give you pretty much free will and you can blur the lines between good or evil or, you know, be as good as you want to be or be as naughty as you want to be, to me of the bread and butter of this franchise, uh, of, of of this game, of this property. And I'm super excited, man. Uh, like I said, man, after recording this, I'm probably going to go reinstall the game onto my computer. And I'm going to see. I'm, you know, it's it's going to take forever to, to install the game along with all the updates and all the fucking shit. But um, I, I got to see what's what's going on. Old Republic is my favorite era, and I'm happy that it's finally getting its due, its 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 proper due. Uh, in the Disney era, you know, uh, games, movies, 
hope to see some books come out, you know, soon. Um, I've read all of the expanded universe, which isn't canon, except for the bits and pieces that they rape and pillage to insert into this new Disney canon. But whatever, man. Uh, I hope they keep going with this game. Um, I wouldn't mind if if maybe this same team or uh, a group that breaks off away from this team or even if some other developer wants to tackle this. But how about doing something similar but in the High Republic era? I mean, or listen, man, you know, the Old Republic is always going to be my, my favorite and all the history is still there. We don't know what's going to be canon now. Obviously, you know, the old Republic does exist. Um, but maybe they should start transitioning from the old Republic to the high Republic. And, you know, do what they're doing or what they've done with the old Republic. Maybe finish it off, you know, man. And and, and prepare to jump forward however, however many thousands of years. And now bring us into the high Republic and let the high republic history unfold the way it did for the old republic you know what i'm saying because this is really how we learned um aside from the books the books gave us bits and pieces but it was through this game that we actually lived through the old republic history the wars the famous battles um you know the aftermaths and all that shit all that good shit man that you know, we love and that I think that the new uh, age of Star Wars fans will come to appreciate as well. So, yeah, man, I'm super excited. I can't wait to stop recording so I can go and check this game out. The Old Republic interview chatting with Charles uh, Boyd on the legacy of the fifth element. Uh, I'm sorry, the fifth, uh, the, the, the Sith expansion. Sorry. Legacy of the Sith. With a title like that, you know that I'm all in. Old Republic, Legacy of the Sith. Uh, like you guys already know, I'm excited. I'm going to be reinstalling the game. Um, <clears throat> and playing as a Sith, man. Playing as a Sith is the funnest thing, man, in this game. Like I said before, you know, just, just being a naughty boy and, you know, sort of you know, talking, you know, sweet talking the fucking, the fucking Twi'leks and, and, and all the other girls in the game into getting into the sack with you and, you know, massacring fucking lesser beings and all that. That's, that's all fun in games and it's all fucking nice and dandy. But, you know, Sith is being, being a Sith in this game is where it's at, man. Um, yeah, we don't know when this is coming out. I can't wait. Uh, we know that Malgus is at the forefront of this again. I don't know why. Um, I love Malgus. I love his history. His story's great, but I think they need to kill him off and move away from him. You know, he want he he put his bid in to become the the Sith Emperor and failed. Let's move away from this fucking guy. You know, let's not dilute him any more than they have. Um, what I think this should be about, I think this should be about the rise of Darth Bane and Bane ending the Sith and, you know, take it from there. You know, this expansion, the ending of it should be Bane destroying the Sith, 
and, you know, instilling the rule of two, take it from there. And what they should do is, you know, maybe finish up with the old republic and leave it alone, you know, um, move into the high republic. You know, uh, the Sith went into hiding for many, many years. And, you know, fast forward to the High Republic. You got, um, <clears throat> you got whatever's going on there. You know, I haven't been keeping up to date with the Old Republic. I mean, I'm sorry, with, with the High Republic. So maybe, you know, start doing, like I said before, start doing for the High Republic what you did for the Old Republic and let that history unfold through these games. You know, so that's it, man. You know, uh, for Kotor and uh, EA has removed Denuvo or Denuvo, D E N U V O, from Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Guys, I'm one of those gamers that knows pretty much zero about what goes on behind the scenes and making a game. I mean, I could tell you that that they're using motion capture. I can tell you uh, what, you know, that they use the Unreal Engine for this or that. Or I can tell you, you know, pretty much nothing, man. You know, man, you know, I'm not one of these gamers that are in that that deep. Um, I just enjoy the fucking games and that's about it. The Nouveau, I have no idea what that is. This is the first time I hear about this shit. I understand it's something that was causing problems, uh, but whatever. I, I guess removing the shit, whatever it is, made it a better game. And it was a good game to begin with. Um, but if this makes the experience better, uh, great, I guess. I mean, you know, I'm all for that. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm curious to see what they do with, um, you know, Fallen Order part two uh i hope they move away from fucking uh the fucking joker kid and you know focus on a different character man there's other characters better characters than this guy i hate that disney wants wants to give people characters that they can relate to you know i mean then what's so special about this guy you know if i see myself in this guy you know if he's like me and what's so special about him? You know what I'm saying? Give me a character that's fucking larger than life, man. Give me a character that I, I look up to it and I'm like, yo, I want to be this guy. You know, I don't want to be this fucking ginger fuck. You know, nothing against, you know, gingers and shit. You know, but I, I'm just saying, you know, hey, listen, great game. Character was fun. He, he was He was cool. I get it. You know, he was the innocent Jedi that had to fucking grow up and fight and shit and whatever the fuck. But, uh, you know, I'm ready to learn more about that crazy fucker that was on Dathomir. You know, I'm, I'm ready to learn about the other Jedi that went missing. Uh, I'm sorry, that went into hiding, you know, you know, uh, how about you have a fucking fallen order too? about a Jedi that ended up becoming a fucking Inquisitor, you know, because I could definitely see myself in one of those guys if you want to give me a character that I can fucking relate to, you know. But anyways, that's that, guys, you know. I don't know what the fuck the Nouveau is. Don't really give a fuck. Um, 
great awesome and uh halo infinite multiplayer designer joins respawn to work on work on star wars game so one of the guys that worked on halo but developers is moving into uh star wars and I'm, I got to tell you guys, man, I'm not a big fan of the whole Halo story. I mean, I did enjoy playing it here and there when, when it first came out because it was something, you know, when it first came out, man, it, it was fucking something awesome and new and fresh. But I never got into the fucking any of the characters. Um, I'm not trying to shit on it. it. It just really didn't it really didn't tickle my fucking taint and shit. Um Solid games, great games, technically and visually and whatever, uh, game gameplay-wise. Uh, but aside from, like, Star Wars, I'm not really big into these sci-fi games. Um, but uh, having somebody coming over from that to work on Star Wars, I think, is awesome. Because, like I said, the Halo games are fucking great games. I mean, you know. Um, so... I'm curious to see if, you know, like what he has in store. I mean, if he's going to bring over any of the uh, gameplay aspects, not so much of, uh, I don't know, visual and aesthetics, because I wasn't a big fan of the weapons, of, of how the weapons looked. I wasn't, the uh, the armor for, for Master Chief is cool and is one of the most iconic looks, you know, in, in gaming history. It ranks up there with, you know, what is to us, Star Wars fan, Boba Fett's armor, the Stormtrooper armor, and so on. So, but, um, yeah, man, you know, uh, you know, you don't have to be a big fan of Star Wars in order to, you know, bring your technical expertise and improve our side of things here, you know. So, I think it's a great thing, man, you know. So, all those uh, articles, Spiro, you can take two minutes out of your busy day, read them. And throw us your comments. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I think the fans would too. This way they know that you're still alive. And you're uh, alive and kicking. Which is good. Um, so that's that. Uh, let's see. Um, oh. Mando. Season 3. Something leaked from Bespin Bulletin. Saying mm. that there was new armor. A new armored character in Mando armor shows up, and yep. the internet the internet went ablaze with this. And when you see the picture, there's some dude smoking a cigarette wearing Mando armor. It's like no big deal. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Doc? Uh, I saw it. It's this this blurry photo of some guy looks like he's kind of peeking his head behind the curtain uh, on set. So, it, I, I, what passes for news these days just kind of makes me fucking crazy. We we know we're gonna get more Mandalorians on this season because we're probably gonna be either a rebuilding Mandalore or uh, starting a new Mandalore because of the whole dark saber uh, drama that's happening between Bo-Katan and um and the Mandalorian. So if you were a little naive to the fact that we were gonna get some Mandalorians, you're probably riding that short little bus with the helmet to school. Um, because it just makes sense. So people are getting excited and, and crazy about some rando and fucking Mando. Some rando Mando. Uh, I uh, Okay. Bad Star Wars week. Again, Disney Plus let us down. 
I don't know if you agree, Pop. Uh, sorry, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just trying to catch up on some of these reading and this reading uh, that I have in front of me regarding the topics of the show because there was a lot of late breaking news. Um, so I'm trying to make odds and ends and trying to read as much as I could possibly read. Um, I agree with you, Doc. Um, I always agree with you because you're a smart and handsome individual. But um, again, the rumor is 75 new Mandalorians. They were swapping out armor left and right. Who knows what's going on? Okay, some guy going outside to take a cigarette break wearing Mandal armor. Big fucking deal. No big deal, guys. Like, get over it. Um, let's it, see. It's, it, it's the biggest shit on the planet now because they got to hear about that. It's just, oh. it just, it's just craziness. I, I don't get it, but I guess I'm you, not supposed to get it. I don't know. Yeah. You're okay, Boomer. Um, Gino, <laughs> <laughs> Gino Carano responds to your Abuelo's favorite actor. Oh, Carlo. yeah. Gina Carano turns around. You know, we talked about last week about Giancarlo Esposito sending her a little bit of love uh, post all this, you know, Disney Plus firing bullshit and whatever. Um, and she sends it right back at you, fam, where she said, oh, I love you, too. I think you're a great actor and blah, 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 and this and this. And then, you know, they're all jerking each other off. And then somebody on Twitter asks her if she's going to be in Mandalorian season four. There was rumors again now that they're popping up again. We talked about this like two months ago that she's going to be in Mando 4. She obviously, you know, didn't break kayfabe and didn't say anything. But, um, you know, it seems that this rumor that she's going to pop back up in uh, in the Mando is, is is gaining a little bit of steam over here. So who knows? It's possible. Um, I've seen stranger things happen. Um, but um, it would be a, an interesting turn of events if she actually does turn up. In season four of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, wise man once told me, if it makes dollars, it's always going to make sense. So everybody's on the uh, Cara Dune uh, train now, and they all want her back, and whatever happened, happened, and whatever money she lost, I'm pretty sure she can get it back, no problem. Who is that uh, the wise man? Uh, Laura Santeca? What's going on over there? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, sorry, folks. Uh, let's see. We talked about Mando. We talked about the chick. Um, I have a topic for a certain point of view. I don't oh, know if you, want to go. you do? Sure. Let's run through it. Come on now. All right. We all know how important lightsaber battles are, right? It's the culmination of the entire movies uh, that start at a certain point, and they do character building and settle and 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 settings building and this, that, and the other. Well, there's rumors going around, or not rumors. There are people going around claiming. That uh, Maul's second fight with Kenobi was far more important than his first fight with Anakin. With K uh, Kenobi, you mean? What? I think you're saying that Maul's first, second fight with Kenobi was far more important than his first fight with Kenobi. Yes, what I say? You said Anakin. Oh, my mistake. So, yeah. Um, eh, I mean... That's where we're at. Um, 
it's a hard thing to, and they make a good valid case in this article. Um, and I agree with a lot of his positions, but at the same time, um, you know, you got to use the first fight in the second fight to trick Maul in order to go for the same move. So it all depends on the first fight. So who knows uh, which way the wind's blowing tomorrow. But today, I would say that, yeah, you're right. This article is 100% um, something that I think would uh, spark someone's interest and say, hmm, I never thought of that. This is from a different point of view. So what do you think, Doc? Um, like you said, I mean, you, you can't have that second fight without pretty much all, all of their interactions that they've had in the, in, in the past. I think they were talking about the fact that, you know, Kenobi had evolved to the point where he realized that he would be able to defeat this version of Darth Maul a lot easier than previously because a he knows Maul's a creature of habit and he kind of baited him to do it um and the fact that you know the aftermath of that fight is also kind of important as well too and I think that may be kind of playing into the effect when they talk about this because you know he talked about the chosen one now he, he needed to be the one to you know to 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 bring him forward and to let him end end this conflict, um, was it more important? Uh, no. What's the importance of that first battle with Maul? If that would have went a different way, Qui Gon would have potentially been alive and would have raised Anakin and trained Anakin, and Anakin potentially, in my opinion, would not have turned to the dark side. I think you know a lot of his turn to the dark side is Kenobi failing him. Um, which I really want to see. Hopefully they explore that a little bit inside the Kenobi series where they see Kenobi's guilt and see his, you know, we talked about his PTSD before, but witness him upset about the fact that he's unable, he was unable to to do what his master would have definitely done. And he failed Anakin and he failed the universe. And he's, you know, I would love for them to open up with Kenobi holding a lightsaber to his fucking temple and trying to kill himself and then thinking, thinking better of it or something happened and he he, he can't do it. That sounds because, uh, you know, sounds what very very uh, controversial, appealing. Um, so I think that first battle, how it went down between all three of those players, really was an important thing, because I think the galaxy would have definitely changed if it didn't happen that way. The second battle is definitely one that is memorable and it is important because, like you know, you guys said before. Kenobi baits him, shows him the uh, you know the old school Kenobi, the two fingers up, lightsaber out, style, and then he moves into a Qui Gon style, which Maul you know, has that flash recognizes, yeah, it recognizes the style and and goes after the same kill move with the pop up, you know, to the face, and then the you know turn around shish kebab, um, which Kenobi already had him scouted, already knew what he was going to do, and and then you know gutted him based on that, so. I think I think that really is a moment that put Kenobi into the into the part where he is the master, where he transcended himself despite the fact that he was in exile for X amount of who, who knows how long, and really did the deed that he had to do with ease. Um, and that's what and that's what people who you know put their ten thousand hours do. You know, they do they do the deed with ease, and they, and they make things look easy. 
you know, when you look at a professional wrestler who's really good, like a guy like Randy Orton, whose timing is perfect, um, and can really, you know, get stuff going and make it look super fucking easy. Uh, when you look at me when I'm running around the ER, I'm making the place fucking sing. You know, it's you get it's those ten thousand hours, baby. Where so, do they sing? Yeah, exactly. They sing Um, but, uh, you know, put him on the map to where he was. Um, so I think, I think both are important. I don't know if I would say the second one is more important than the first one, because the ramifications that if it, that went a different way, how, what, what that would have had. So I'm going to have to disagree with the article. Okay. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, send us an email regarding it. New Force Yahoo.com. Uh, Doc, do you have anything else you want to add? There was some some, some chatter about um, how Star Wars is fucking up a potentially really amazing lead they have for a great show, and they're kind of ignoring it. And that's basically what they were talking about, Bo-Katan and Katie Sackhoff, saying that they have this very rich character in, in uh, Bo-Katan, and you know, they should be pushing forward a show with her. Uh, either the you know it could be flashback show, it could be bouncing around, it could be a different timeline show where they talk about her and her rise to where she was. And I think it's a good idea. I think you know it would be an interesting show to see um, her as the lead and her as the character. Uh, you know, again, a strong female lead in Star Wars. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that we need at this point to kind of wash the taste out of the sequel trilogy out of our mouths. Um, so I think it would be interesting. I don't know if, sh- depending on how they would do it, if they could hold the whole series with her. You know, in an in, in eight series, maybe like, you know, four or five episodes. Who knows? Um, but um, I think it would be a, a cool thing to see Katie Sackhoff in, in that role. But we are probably going to get a lot of that in Mando season three. So I'm going to have to hold my judgment until then. There's one other article I want to drop, drop out there. Star Wars, every Clone Wars and Rebels question a mall show could potentially answer. So Screen Rant went on this little uh, you know, tirade here about if we had a mall show, what things could 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 be filled in and answered based on that mall show. And I'm going to just hit the, the highlights here. So where did Maul go after Order 66? So we know that he was trapped in that Mandalorian prison that he was stuck inside of and he was, you know, um, housed in there until Ahsoka saved them, and then they dipped off after that. So, you know, what happened to Maul after? Did he go to death to be here? He has to, well, we know at some point he, he you know, takes over the Crimson Crimson Dawn, but uh, we know what happened in there. Speaking of, what's, what's up in Maul's creation of the Crimson Dawn? When did it happen? How did it happen? Who did he unrest the power from to get that done? Um, what happened to Maul and Kira after Solo, a Star Wars story? So we know we're, you know, waiting and hope patiently waiting for that story to get wrapped up and told as to um you know Kira's allegiance towards Maul 
and um and his uh his organization and we know that and it's you know canada now that she's the one who took it over after that so what had happened from there is i think ripe for the picking when it comes to telling a story and then obviously how did crimson maul lose crimson dawn before his star was rebels appearance you know when we see him crazy and nutty and, and bananas so i think there's a lot there to kind of go over a mall show with inter- interjecting the other parts that he's been popping up in in the last 10 years uh 20 years i think that would be great and with his talks last week that there was going to be some mall um uh cartoon that was potentially coming out which wasn't what we kind of all wanted we wanted uh, ray park back in the in the mix and doing his thing um but you know when you show your dick on twitter and then try to beat your wife it's probably not going to happen so we'll have to settle for sam whitmore's uh fantastic um impersonation of a uh, of mall iteration of mall and uh what's better than mall more fucking mall um the yep. uh the mall of america so i'll take it i'll i'll, I'll take some yeah. more yeah definitely man definitely definitely i'm with you bro um all right well i'm done dude let's tap out let's take it home spiro where can they find you at yeah man it's been great but you can also find me god knows where the fuck aside from work these days but if but check out the rational rage network uh have you know there's other guys doing doing things there uh you got wrestling shows you got fucking doomsday prepper shows uh on instagram spiro underscore a darth underscore spirit on and that's it guys good job spiro yo last week what do you say yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, you made me go, huh? Something about getting all cozy and cuddling a turtle or something? Like, what the hell is he talking about? I think, I think all that work is getting to his brain. Either that or he needs to go fight a shark or something. Maybe get set himself <laughs> straight. <laughs> Anyhow, we love you, Spiro. All right, Doc, where can they find you? I remember he's not folding any, anybody's laundry over there. You can find me at Dr. D. <laughs> <laughs> underscore destroyo d-e-s-t-r-r-o-y-o instagram alex royo md on twitter and alex royo facebook and yes if you were watching the ufc fight this past weekend that was me who got into the cage at the main event to check out colby covington's eye as i was i got about 10 text messages when i sat down back to my seat uh because all of msg pop you, you'll be proud of me pop i had I'm listening. all of i had all of msg booing me Nice. When I I got into the ring, I felt like the ultimate heel. I get into the ring, and all I hear is MSG, you know, 40-something thousand fans in MSG just booing the shit out of me because they were worried that I was going to stop the fight like uh, my boss did uh, two years ago when uh, Nate Diaz fought uh, George Mastaval. And I was like, wow, I'm getting the fucking heel heat right now, which is fantastic. I'm checking his eye, and I was like, let me make this a little bit extra. So I'm sitting there talking to him, and the camera's zooming in on us, and chatting. And then I'm like, should I go to the referee and like whisper something in his ear? And like make him come over and look at it to kind of drag this out and see what happens over here? Or should I just fucking throw the thumbs up and go from there? So I went from getting booed from the heel heat to throwing the thumbs up and saying the fight's going to continue and getting the fucking pop of the night, which I thought was awesome. So it felt good, pop. Awesome. Very cool. Um, I'm sorry. I just lost my train of thought. You you, you got to sign off, my friend. Yes, I knew that, but okay. The drugs are bad. No, it's not the drugs. Just anyhow. Long day. Very, very, 
very, very long day. Papa Don's um, really tired from carrying those four belts around all day long. <laughs> oh, God, that was and, funny. And, and any pro wrestler named Brown, apparently. Yes. Um, find me at Greek God Papa Don, Twitter and Instagram, Demetrius Papa Don, Facebook, and Pro Wrestling T slash Greek God Papa Don is a store where you get t shirts of GGP. You can also get video messages sent to you, personalized ver- visual, uh, video messages through Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, pro Wrestling. Uh, YouTube.com, uh, YouTube channel, I'm saying, is uh, Greek God Papadon. So go subscribe to it, like it, hit the notification bell. And um, you can catch all of us together, most importantly. At NFO underscore podcast on Twitter, New Force Order on Instagram, official New Force Order on Facebook. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for giving us your time and your ears. Hopefully we entertained you. I really do hope we did. Um because Disney Plus fucking dropped the ball. It didn't entertain me at all. It was just a waste of fucking time. Sorry, Disney. I'm going to call your bluff just like you did with the, uh, what was it, the uh, D23 last year or whatever the fucking their own personal uh, Comic-Con type mm. of scenario convention that they had that, that was just horrible. Oh, no. Uh, it was May 4th, Star Wars Day. It was horrible, remember? Mm-hmm. We got biomes and all this other crap. It was like, really? That's what you're going to put on a fucking Star Wars Day? Anyway. But I digress. Hopefully, we did our jobs. We got Star Wars more over with you, the fans, and sending it ourselves over on the expense of Star Wars itself. Um, this yeah. is another exciting episode. No, 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 no. I just. Okay, go ahead. You want to sign off? Sign off. I don't this, is, this has been another exciting, action packed, fully stacked. Sleepy Four Belts episode of the new Force Order. And that's just too sweet. Unit for life, me. Henceforth. For life. You shall be known as Sleepy Four Belts. For life. Oh, God. No, no, no. Oh, Lord. Who did that?